Wild Feather Podcast. I'm Brooke Dunwell, serial entrepreneur, sponge for life, and lover of people. Join me as we uncover the stories of courageous female entrepreneurs, founders, and investors pushing beyond limitless boundaries. Let's explore their creative journeys and pursuits to greatness. Today, I am speaking with Angela Santi, the founder of La Dolce Vita, a dynamic coaching program that enables elite entrepreneurs, executives, and experts from all over the world to live their best life. She helps leaders identify what is clogging their life wheel and helps them to implement the framework to live with more freedom to enjoy life. She is full of zest, energy, smiles, and enthusiasm. She is just an absolute joy. Let's welcome Angela Santi. Thank you, Angela, for joining us today. We're so excited to have you. Um, and you're coming to us from Italy, which is so cool. You're my first uh, Italy guest, so I can't wait to hear all the fun things that you have going on. So welcome. We're excited to have you. Thank you, Brooke. I am so honored and so happy to be here with you. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, yes. So you are currently the founder of La Dolce Vita. Yes. Did I say that right? This is La Dolce Vita Leadership and Lifestyle Consulting. Yes. So it's a it's a, a really an exciting thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little about what you're doing and then I want to know that I want to hear the backstory because you're helping other founders, right? And other business folks um advance or you know whatever. You tell us what you're currently doing and what your specialty is and then I would love to hear how you got started. Yeah, this is correct by the way. So I am a consultant, a Dolce Vita leadership and lifestyle consultant. And my mission is to empower successful but overworked and overwhelmed business leaders around the world to live La Dolce Vita, which is the sweet life, to enjoy the beauty of life for its sake while growing their business. And uh, and also, I empower them to become La Dolce Vita leaders. And you know what? I tell you, this is an, a very important thing and then a very important part of my business. During my, my whole life and my whole career, uh, I really have found that the way you show up in your office, in your business, at the workplace, really determines the workplace environment. So mm -hmm. as a leader... It is really uh, important that you are aware of how you are impacting, how we are creating the company culture. So if you become a Dolce Vita leader, you want mm -hmm. to create a Dolce Vita empowerment place for your employees. So there is no more big resignation and people, you know, <laughs> are heard, seen and loved even uh, which doesn't mean they are your friends, of course, but they really live in a in a friendly and um, in a friendly environment where they can really um, be free, but be self accountable and very 
committed. So this mm-hmm. is my mission now. Yeah. Is there a, a particular area that you're focused on when it comes to helping these leaders? Are you working with like a certain demographic, a certain um, industry, smaller companies, and then specifically, what are the specifics that you work on them with? Like, yeah, great questions, great questions. So, um, as I, uh, my market has been predominantly, predominantly Italian until the pandemic, and then I expanded. So, for American standard, I guess that I would say that I'm working for small to medium companies where the business owner or the business leader really is present in the company and is very much uh, committed and sometimes is really over managing a little bit because he's so passionate. They are so passionate, you know, and the company is their, their child, their creature. Mm -hmm. So these are, um, the companies that are scaling from six to seven figures and above, okay. they are already successful and they are, I don't mind to work with men or women. For me, it's really uh, indifferent, but it's the same. Mm-hmm. And the, the, I like to work with very passionate and also rebellious leaders, you know, those <laughs> maverick that want to change the world, right. but sometimes they are overdoing. Yes. Yeah. So what are you helping them do? So if somebody, give us some examples of uh, transformations that okay. you've helped leaders do. So, because mm-hmm. if, if people are listening to this and they're like, great, a business coach or a leader coach or, or somebody that's going to help me, what exactly are you going to help them with? Okay. So uh, working and taking them through what I call the four pillars of La Dolce Vita. There are vitality, illumination, techniques, and assets. Taking care of their private life and of their business life, okay, so how they show up in business, I really help them become less attached, less on the push, 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 push mode, so, and give themselves permission to live life more, which means, and to enjoy life more for the sake, for the sake of it, for the beauty of it. So I tell you, I can tell you um, an example of a client of mine, and he is a very successful um, business leader in his field, and he is very driven very passionate and when he came to uh, to me he was so stressed out because he he was really devoting all his life to his business and then never have time for for his friends his family you know like his wife was complaining his sons were complaining uh, even the dogs were complaining because he was never there you know and he was like i'm super successful but i don't have a life anymore So the interesting thing, and it's very relevant for the American public, is that this person is um, from Northern Europe. So the difference between the the Northern European mentality and the Italian mentality is that they are Protestant. So they are more similar to the Americans. And this plays a huge part 
on, you know, the overall mentality because Protestant mentality doesn't make discount, we say in Italian, whereas the Catholic are more like, oh, yes, then, okay, you can be forgiven. And, you know, so, okay. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. So the starting point is really of a person who is super high achiever. So he was really stressed out, really stressed out. So um, what we did is that we started to look at, at his routine and we really found out that he was uh, squeezing into his days so many things and not all these things were relevant. This is the first thing. Then we understood that there were things that he was just doing, you know, like by habit. And, um, and then uh, he was, and he is super passionate. So he has this kind of a, a neck shiny object syndrome. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we discovered that he was uh, not taking in cons into consideration that his day have 24 hours. But this is just, you know, only a part of it. I would say then we took care of the, systems, you know, organizational on the outside. Then to achieve what he wanted to achieve, we had to look at his uh, skills and the skill set are like the muscles, you know, you have to train your muscle to be able to achieve what you want to achieve in a easy way and even in less time. So we worked, you know, on his ability, like time management, uh, yeah, time management, organization, also, people management, uh, assertiveness, meaning setting boundaries for himself, for the other people, and mainly for himself, because these are the most difficult boundaries to set, you know, like starting right. to say no to some things. And we really, we also looked at his business model and we made some tweaks in order that now his business model, the way he's going to his business is more... Um, consistent to the way he is functioning. So let's say a quick win is he is giving himself permission not to be the first that opens the door. So he needs to sleep more. So he is going late at the door. And this is very empowering for the people that are working with him. But then you have to trust them. So there are a certain number of things that you have to do. So we also looked at his habits and routines and we tweaked some of them. And a very important part was on his approach to work and to life. And one of the, uh, um, one of the first things that I asked my client to do is to review their schedule and to uh, insert every day a Dolce Vita appointment with themselves. So be it parity with friends, family time, uh, whatever, and start, you know, like with very small uh, steps so that they can make very small shift. Because I understand that a person who is super busy, super on the go, and never give themselves permission to just do nothing, which, ah, what is do nothing? Okay, it's very difficult to accept. So we start with little things and he was even able to take, well, of course, weekends off, which he didn't do before. And, and even every two months, he's taking a week off, not to mention, you know, like holidays. And the ripple effect in this is 
better relationship with the family, friends. He took back his life and he's showing up um, at a workplace in his business from a much more energized and empowered way. Mm-hmm. Last thing that I would like to say is in this times, you know, the, the word, the acronym VUCA, you know, it's, uh, there is so much uncertainty that as a leader, it's very difficult to make decisions. So you need to be psychologically detached to make a decision. You have to make a decision with your head and with your, with your gut. But if you're too stressed out, you risk to make decisions out of fear. So giving yourself permission to live more, enjoy life more, it's really empowering for what you do. And this is it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love it. So would you say that the biggest challenge for leaders that you have uh, met or work with, would you say that balance is one of their biggest challenges or setting boundaries or spending too much time at work? What would you say that your takeaway is the most common theme? My takeaway is the first is setting boundaries because if you're not able to set boundaries, there is no balance. You know, balance depends on what you say yes to or what you say no to. And um, so you really have to be willing to set boundaries and to find this balance. And let me tell you, sometimes in the life of an entrepreneur or a business owner, there is no balance because when you have, you know, like deadlines to meet, maybe, you are devoting much more time to your business than to your family or to your private life. But it, it is, you know, like, it's like a wave, you know. Sometimes it's okay. If you work all the time like this, I'm sorry, this is the elevator to uh, burnout. It's mm-hmm. very easy to go on burnout. So what you want to do as an entrepreneur, as a business leader, I would say, is really to prioritize, re-energize yourself, no matter what. And if you are working for somebody else, you have to be so firm and so rigorous and also so assertive with your bosses and say, you know what, if you want me to perform, you have to allow me to recharge and to do something that lights me up. Otherwise, I'm like a dad walking in your office. Mm -hmm. So how did you start this business? Ah, very good question. So I started from uh, the breakdown of my family business, which okay. happened in 2008. So um, it was um, a huge company in the luxury automotive business in Italy. So we had all the Ferrari, all the cool cars, you know, that oh, you yeah. want to go to, very fun and, and all that. And... Um, so uh, I always like to say that I was the one who sinned, you know, who in this, you know, like overwork, overwhelmed, because I, uh, I have, a, I come from a humanistic background. And, uh, and then as many um, sons and daughters of business owner, I went, you know, like by default to work with my family. And so I was confronted with an environment with tasks and with, you know, with a position. I was immediately thrown, I say, into the board of directors. And then I was in charge of HR and organizational development. 
So the, the task, the, the thing that I had to do were huge. And we, in Italy, we have no mentor. There is no mentor culture. So I was like, wow. And, um, and then what I wanted to do is, so I started looking at the other leaders. And you know what? Of course, in automotive, leaders are men. So I was aping men. And I was pushing, pushing, pushing because I wanted to show them that I was, you know, good enough. You know what? And I also was looking for validation and all these things. And I was also super passionate, you know, so I was push, 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 push. My life was super successful. Well, business life was super successful and fun, but I wasn't realized that I was losing, missing a lot on the other side of, you know, the other part of life. So when 2008 hit and the Lehman Brothers collapsed and we had this huge uh, word crisis, the business collapsed like in nine months like this. And I had to start from scratch. And at that time, you know, when I lost everything, I started really questioning and I was like, mm, I've understood that I really missed so much. And uh, I decided to capitalize not only my skills, but also my uh, experience as a business owner, as a manager inside my company, who was on that push, push, push. And then I uh, decided to work as an independent consultant for, as an independent contractor for some in, in Italian consultancy companies. And I was commuting all the time. So then uh, it was like in... 2016, it was my 50th birthday. I know that in the US you don't declare your age, but I do. So. <laughs> We're getting better. We're getting better. Better. Okay. <laughs> so, so I do because it's a, a pride for me Proud, that, you know, yeah. a, well, a young, experienced, seasoned woman in her 50 decides to change life and to say, you know what? I'm throwing everything away and I want to become a virtual nomad. So I hired an American business coach online and I created a new business online. So, you know, so I said, because I want to empower not only the people in my hometown or those that I can reach, uh, like commuting, which by the way, is no work-life balance at all. So you're always with your suitcase. And for me, it's kind of sad to do that life. Um, and then, yeah, so now no boundaries. It's so amazing. You know, now you and I are chatting here and, you know, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. It's exciting. Right. That's awesome. So what motivates you? Hmm. It you really you have a lot of motivation. Just yes, maybe. I, I think some people just are born and bred with motivation. And I think some people have to keep themselves motivated. Okay. I am motivated even too much, I would say sometimes, <laughs> by novelty, by adventure, fun, and by making impact. You know, when I see that I'm making an impact, I'm like, oh, but it has to be fun. It has to be fun. Otherwise, you know, boring things. No, they're not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And you said that you are wanting to expand into America or the States. Yeah. So into, yeah. yeah. North America. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. That's very exciting. So um, how have you, I'm curious, how have you gotten the word out about your business in your coaching? Like how do people find out about you? 
Mm -hmm. So they can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Angela Santi, S-A-N-T-I, or uh, I have a website, which is Angela Santi, S-A-N-T-I, dot IT, like Italy, not uh, <laughs> IT <laughs> technology. <laughs> so in the past, like, how have you gotten your clients thus far? Have you done marketing? Because I'm sure there are a lot of coaches out there that, or a lot of people that have like mm -hmm. a personal or professional service. So what are some things that you've put into place that have made you successful in and um, provided clients for you? So in the beginning, uh, I was following uh, a mainstream model. So I found a lot of clients through the um, the webinar and the summit model. So I was partnering with other uh, with other people. Then uh, after some years, I understood that I was sort of throwing spaghetti against the wall, uh, <laughs> which is particularly relevant for an Italian. So I was like, I don't want to throw all this spaghetti and... <laughs> I want to eat the spaghetti, not throw them against the wall. <laughs> so, uh, and then again, I was getting older. So I said, you know what? At my age, I want to work only with a certain kind of people. So I became very choosy. And now I'm really working through word of mouth referrals and uh, I also like, and I, I confess it, I like to go on LinkedIn and look for interesting people, you know, like those that seem to have something, you know, like the Mavericks and like this. And I like to connect. And um, I'm not pushy at all because I, I'm working only with, say, five, six, maximum 10 clients per year and never more than two at the same time. So I like to connect and... I like to chat. I'm very curious. So I like to, you know, like to discover what people are doing. And very easily, even if I don't invite them, uh, many people are asking me, you know, oh, how, uh, what does it look like to work with you? So if, you know, I understand that they are a good fit, I invite them. So the message here is you really want to have very clear who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with, even yeah. more important. Exactly. Mm, because, I also think yeah. that, I, I also think a lot of people starting out, they're afraid to be niche and they're afraid to close in their niche. But I think the more, the more specific and fine-tuned you can get your niche, the more successful you will be because it will broaden as you go. Right. But you obviously figured out and got clarity about what kind of client that you want to work with. Right. And so yeah. you probably have more success because you're hyper-focused on that specific type of person. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. You know what? Yeah. At the beginning, especially for coaches, you know, they want to help everybody. So who's your right. ideal client? <laughs> everybody. I can't niche. No. Right? First of all, I not everybody all wants to be helped. So you're not helping those who don't want to be, you know, helped. So uh, then the, the more niched you are, uh, the more exactly, so the, the fastest you become known for what you want to be known, right. the fastest you get results, and um, 
And then exactly, as you say, then you can expand and it really saves you lots of time because, and then you, you know where to look, you know, because say, I like to work with people in finance, in tech, in the luxury world, but not necessarily. I mean, if somebody comes from other, other industries that I like, why not? I mean, I have to like the person, but I, I am focused on some industry that I, for me, that they're fun. Right. So have you yeah. ever turned people away? Pardon? Yes. Have you, ah, yes. Have you, have you ever have fired done. clients? Yes, I have done. With a lawyer, she was impossible. I mean, I started, but this was, you know what? This was my fault because I'm super empathic. And this person, I was like, oh, I really want to help her. Yeah, because I, I was seeing, you know, like potential, but mm -hmm. she didn't tell me that she was going on. Um, hmm, uh, she had some how can I say to a psychiatrist you say oh, so this oh, is okay. yeah okay so she was facing with some problems and with some issues that were like not in my in my uh, okay Especially area of expertise yeah. yeah and uh she was really um fighting everything that we were doing like oh no I don't do and I said I don't want and this is not true and this is da 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 she, she was refusing help because she she wanted to stay where she was. So after a month, and this is again my fault because I didn't, um, at the beginning, I didn't qualify her this well. Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. now I'm really qualifying my, my clients before. And then, you know, like I was exhausted. I wasn't going anywhere. She was complaining all the time. So, you know, I said, okay, you know what? I'm tired to work with you. You get the money back and, you know, you go wherever you want to go and I go wherever I want to go. And I just, again, I just want to have fun, not have like boring people or people that are complaining or in victim right. mode all the time. Ah, uh, yeah. There are a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you want your legacy to be? Hmm. My legacy is La Dolce Vita everywhere. I, you know what? The pandemic is a great chance to ch really to change the world and to create a world that is a world like the Renaissance, Italian Renaissance, where men and women, like say human beings, are at the center of this world again, and that they're happy, they do what they like to do, and they really enjoy and they enjoy life in a and I tell you, La Dolce Vita is not work-life balance. For me, it's too boring. La Dolce Vita is an overall approach to, to life, to business, and it's so expensive. So this is my legacy. Right, right. I, I don't think there is such a thing or can be such a thing as work-life balance. I think that it's, I just don't think it's possible to sustain that thought process on a daily basis consistently because life just takes you on a roller coaster. I don't know. I have yet to meet anyone that says they have work-life balance all the time. Maybe people in their grave. <laughs> <laughs> you right, know what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> By definition, work-life balance, 
There are some moments in life where you can have work-life balance. There are other moments you, where you do not have work. If a young woman with a newborn child comes to me and say, I'm looking for work, work-life balance, say, you cannot have work-life balance because you have a young child, you know, that right. is depending on you. And even, you know, maybe they're developing their business and all that, and they want to be like the super mom, super business owner, and super that, no work-life balance at all. And uh, balance is an illusion. I think that you have to create, let's say, your balance on a daily basis, but it's something, and it's not balance again. It's make your choice. What is your, today, what is my priority? It's this. Tomorrow, it might be different. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and I tell you, for instance, last summer, my father has to be hospitalized for like four months. It was a very, very uh, bad thing. And I had to be on her side. So I said, okay, let's go of business. I am not taking care of my business. I'm just taking little steps, like working, say, one hour a day because you don't want to give up, you know, the whole thing. But I'm taking little steps with my business, so leveraging the compound effect. But my priority was family at that time. So mm-hmm. is this balance? No. But is this the same to do? Right, right. Absolutely. So what? What do you, well, let me back up. What are some obstacles that you've faced that you've had to overcome? Hmm. The first one, since I was used to be uh, high there with the Ferrari and all the things, and people were coming to me, I wasn't, the first challenge was to ask and to invite people to work with Mm -hmm. me. Okay, because I was in that, you know, story that, oh, I'm pushy, I'm selling, I'm salesy, and da, da, da. But what I understood that, first of all, I'm not selling. I am helping somebody to go from here to there. And mm-hmm. I'm, as I'm not pushing, I'm just, you know, like maybe I'm inviting and I'm so choosy. So I really overcame this. And then, uh, other challenges were to find the the yeah this marketing challenge because in Italy we had no methodologies like this American this uh, I would say even the, the the mainstream so I really have to go overseas to learn things so I was a pioneer here when I was so the thing is you really want to be open and see. You will succeed if you do what it has to be done. If you do the right things, let go of others. Let go of the, the your thoughts, of your ideas that you are so um, in love with, but that are the wrong ones, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those ideas that are not taking you to where you are, just stay open. It's just a matter of time. It's not a matter of if, you know, you will. But you have to be like consistent and persistent. And, you know, even when you're not motivated, you have to show up. Right. Right. So how can we help you? What can we do to help you succeed? Hmm. You can spread the word. Say that there is an amazing (laughs) Italian (laughs) that is coming here. And by the way, I would love to, to have a chat with somebody who is, you know, so motivated to change their life and their, uh, their leadership way. So yeah. Yeah. So come to my website. This is another way, uh, comment my posts on LinkedIn. 
Ah, yeah. Are you active on LinkedIn? Yes, I'm very active. I okay. post daily on LinkedIn. So oh, I would nice. love to engage in some conversation and give tips on La Dolce Vita. Awesome. I know there are lots of people that need your services. That's for sure. Because I think there are a lot of leaders out there that are running themselves ragged. And I think you hit it on the nail when you said that they don't set boundaries. Um, I've been guilty myself. That's something you have to learn and you have to really practice, I think. But um, it's very empowering and rewarding, freeing whenever you do. Yeah, exactly. You know what? You have to reset your boundaries on a daily basis because like people, if you are like me, I am, you know, I said, I'm so curious, you know, and so I get excited very easily. So I have this next shiny object syndrome myself. Mm -hmm. So every day I have to refocus otherwise, you know, I, and I'm so passionate about what I do that I would, you know, like overwork like this. And I, you know, the first boundary that I have is I work only a certain number of hours, never take clients in the morning, only take clients in the afternoon, only certain days. And I prioritize La Dolce Vita. And this is, you know, awareness. Check in every day what you're doing. And if you are on the wrong side, you can curse correct. And it's better than, you know, like trying to correct after 10 years when you understand, oh, it was the wrong, you know, I was going on the wrong direction. Right, right. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for you and your growth. I love your energy. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us or um, tell us or want people to know? Yes, I would like to share my mantra which oh, is the mantras. disciplined rebel mantra. I am a disciplined rebel as I was co I was named like this from some people that were working in my in my company because <laughs> I look so, you know, like ladylike, but inside I'm a rebel. So <laughs> you're a tiger. <laughs> so my mantra is and I like to have fun. My coach, you know, my coaching and consulting are like this. We're having fun all the time. So high vibes. So uh the mantra is discipline is freedom. Be disciplined in what you do, in setting your boundaries, in getting awareness, in changing quickly what has to be changed. And this is the way to become free. I like it. Discipline is freedom. Hmm? All right. I'm going to title this uh, podcast, Discipline is Freedom. Wow. <laughs> Your mantra. That would be cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, I love it. I think you're very true. It's. Just, I think that's um, a great mantra. I think, I don't know how many people put that into place, but I think it's a great mantra. Hmm. Let's challenge, you know, and then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come to I'll my website for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come to my LinkedIn profile and say, I have, write a post, you know, like I am putting into play. Discipline is freedom. And let's right? create a thread. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Hashtag <laughs> discipline is freedom. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm so excited that you joined us today. And um, I look forward to seeing the growth of your company and you getting to meet all kinds of new people. I'm certain that they are all benefiting from your services as well as your energy. And you're just a breath of fresh air and a total joy to have. So I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us today. 
for me, again, it's a honor and a pleasure. And if I know that I'm inspiring somebody to become a disciplined rebel and live La Dolce Vita, is it makes me awesome. really excited. Yay! That's awesome. All right. Well, um, you have a fantastic day, and I'll follow up with you um, after this. It'll probably be tomorrow, though. Um, and touch base with you. Wonderful. It was okay. really fun. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> have a great day. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Wild Feather. Be authentic, be limitless, and love yourself. (laughs) 